0: I looked at this piece and what it really reminds me of is sex on acid. <laughs> Can we say that on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, all right. ahead. Okay. Freedom of speech. Okay. He's like, you should title it that. He's like, just title it that. I was like, well, you know, I, I want to be appropriate for like, you know, whatever art shows it's involved in. I didn't want to be too over the top. And he's like, no, the name will sell it alone. Honestly, that's how it makes me feel. And yeah, yeah that's the story behind that.
1: What's going on, everybody? I'm Walter Hooper, and this is another episode of Marketing Minds Meet, and uh, we are doing a virtual episode here. I am in Gross Point Park at the not co-working space right off of Mac Avenue in Nottingham, and my guest today is uh, chiming in all the way from Florida. Yes, palm trees, alligators, golf courses. Beaches, that's where she's at. Um, and she was here uh, for the last episode that featured uh, Betsy Styles, owner of the Lawn Salon and Spa in Gross Point. And I thought it would be cool to give her an opportunity to talk about what she does and uh, how she became, well, the artist that she is. And so without further ado, I have here, once again, back on the program, Elena Clare of Elena Clare Creations. What's up? How are you?
0: Hey, hey, I feel so special coming on twice now. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you forgot to mention the mosquitoes in Florida. We've got a lot of those too. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) we do have those up here in the mitten as well. This is true. This is true. I think they're kind of universal, but uh, yeah, especially down there, especially with all the swamps and marshes and things like that. So, So tell me, first tell everyone about you um and your your brand as an artist uh in your journey let's let's hear it
0: okay so to start off with my brand it's elena claire creations um i started drawing and doodling ever since i can remember you know if i wasn't paying attention in class that's because i was doodling on my papers so it's just i was born with it um And I finally decided to take it seriously, I wanna say 2014. Um, And it's kinda hard to like, where do I start? Um, I guess we'll start with, I started as a professional artist then and I started doing art shows all around Tampa and eventually I'll be branching out, hopefully one day internationally is the goal. uh, my brand specifically is based on, um, bringing people back to our connection to nature and that, uh, you know, at one point we were separated from it when really we are a part of it. And I want to remind people of that through my work and I, for my commission pieces, I love to tell people stories in a way that they don't know how to, um, verbalize, um, uh, for example, that's the commission piece that I'm working on right now, telling a dear friend's story.
1: <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you go a little bit uh, into that piece that you have right behind you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the Blue Jay represents him, um, and his name is Jay, and he's been through a lot. We've been good friends for now over a decade and he's just been through some really hard times a lot of pain and I don't want to tell too much of his story because you know it's his story to tell Mm -hmm. um so basically this represents all of the hard dark times that he's had to go through and him the bird is finally transcending all of that and being released and brought into the light and he is essentially turning his pain into his purpose in life. And these are all like the tethers that were holding him down, finally breaking free of that.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's, that's really, uh, that's really cool. And it's really neat to have, you know, have someone like yourself be able to create that vision and think outside the box with it. um, Yeah. And uh, you know, be able to, like you said, take, Take something that's very personal and and uh, and it seems like often at times very painful, and then turning it into something, you know, positive and good. I think that's 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 a that's a art and a uh, and a <laughs> and a skill that not very many people I think have. Oh, um. Well. So, well. Thank
0: you. It's kind of I mean, people tell me that, and I'm like, "What do you mean? You? We all have that. We all have that gift. It's just tapping into it. But I guess you know, we all have our. Different gifts.
1: Right. Um, yeah. I've no- mm-hmm. and
0: I've noticed a lot of my commission pieces become that. It becomes some type of story here on earth that transcends into something else. Um uh yeah. And I love that. And I and I do put a lot of emotion into it. I mean, most of my commissions I have definitely shed a lot of tears in the making of. Mm-hmm. So, and it's beautiful when I I'm my favorite part is giving it. Giving the finished product to my clients and seeing it move them and it it's just a beautiful experience and I know a lot of artists that have come before me don't get to experience that because either a they're no longer here with us um and their art is only shown after they're gone which is very sad um Or they just like, don't get to work hands-on with their clients. And that's one of my favorite things is getting to connect with my people through the artwork.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Sorry if Um, I was rambling. No, no, no. That's that's, that's why we're here. Sure. that's why <laughs> this is what this is for um, this is actually so called let's... the ramble podcast <laughs> yeah, Ramble. <laughs> not, not the zeppelin song great song by the way um <laughs> but uh so tell me uh and remind everyone uh from last time how you got connected with betsy uh from the lawn next door and how and also to kind of refresh uh especially refresh my memory Um, So my apologies, you know, were, were you, were you always a native of Florida and you just happened to make your way to Michigan through Betsy or had you lived in Michigan prior and got reconnected with it? So it's kind of a two-parter question. How'd you get connected with Betsy and are you originally from Michigan or from Florida?
0: So I'm definitely not a native to Florida. Um, I'm a transplant, but I've been here since I was two. And most of my family on my dad's side and my mom's side came from Michigan. So I've been going back and forth from Florida to Michigan my entire life. So when I came to visit you in gross point, I'm like, I felt like I was also home. You know, Michigan is just as much home as Florida is for me. Um, I was actually born in Texas and we were only there for a couple months and that's where my parents met and then they find out that they're actually both from Michigan. (laughs) Um, And then my mom and I came down to Florida when I was two because that's where her parents moved. They became snowbirds. So she wanted to be close to them and she was just tired of being in the cold. And here we are many years later. I have lived elsewhere. I lived in Costa Rica in 2012 for four months and I've lived in Ohio doing a summer job there. But somehow the Tampa quicksand always sucks me back in. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, you'll see me in Michigan more often. So I'm there quite often to visit. So
1: that, absolutely. Yeah, that that yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. When and yeah, like I said, whenever and I meant it, like whenever you're in the mitten, yeah, you, Betsy, well, obviously because yes. she's because I work with I work alongside her and now.
0: She, and she's like the meat to us. So she yeah, <laughs> brought yeah, us together. Like you,
1: you're you're always welcome here at the office. <laughs> Thank Just you. Hit me up and yeah, if you feel like you need to like have some inspiration or you know some creative outlets, like this place has got
0: it. So let's um, do it. Oh, so, so back to Betsy though.
1: Yes, back to Betsy. So you yes. met Betsy because?
0: Yeah. So we had a mutual friend, um, and I grew so our mutual friend. I grew up with her and her twin sister, and they're like they're my best friends in Michigan. Every time I went, we had to see each other. Uh, ever since I think we were like um and so one of the twins got married and decided to sit Betsy and I next to each other at the reception cuz she's like okay i got to sit you next to this woman betsy cuz you two i think are really going to hit it off mm-hmm. and um So, you know, I had her tell me a little bit more about this Betsy woman. And she told me, you know, she's really creative. She's opening a salon. She's a hairstylist. And so going back to our story, the first time I thought, well, crap, I better be on my hair game because I was doing it myself and it was not finished. So I had to wear a hat. And Betsy loves to tell a story (laughs) that when we sat next to each other, we were wearing the same hat. Like, okay, we're going to be best friends. (laughs) Um, And we had so much in common, Sam. The bride, she was absolutely correct. And uh, we. she wanted me to start helping her with her social media because I showed her that I I was a social media manager for several different companies. And I showed her all the content that I've been creating. And she's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And, um, and then she told me all about her salon coming up because the lawn next door had not yet been born. Mm-hmm. It was just a seed that had been planted at the time. And this was in November of 2021. And so her and I started having Zoom calls, you know, once a week talking about how we can be in business together. And then once I showed her more of my artwork, she said, hey, you know, I'm really looking to find a logo designer. I was like, well, I'm your girl. And thus became or thus was born the Lawn Next Door logo. And then, yeah, um, I visit her every chance I get when I come to Michigan. And yeah. So that's, that's, that's how it that's all came take. T- <laughs>
1: yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I could tell there was definitely a, a kindred spirit there between the two of you. I could just see that there was, you know, there was something there that you two just hit it off and you know, you just have, you both have these very, very creative thinking outside the box kind of minds. Um, And yeah. especially at her place as well, you know, um, as, as the- you know, like when you, when, when you go in there, it's very... I I I I will I will go on record until the day I die saying this. You know, when you go in her in her place, it's very it's very calming and it's mm-hmm. very and and you don't get that a lot from other other places. Of, no, it's actually know, very in spas. You know, it can very, be very rare. Yeah, and I feel like other places like like that are either very chaotic or there's just you know something there's something underlying in that in that air that's just kind of like okay. Like,
0: yeah. Like, the, Oh, I, I didn't have anxiety, but suddenly I now have anxiety what's happening yeah. and it's because of yes! the environment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you nailed it.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> and hers is the opposite. And, hers is
1: the exa- and, and you know, what, I think, and, and you can probably, you can definitely probably add on this as well because you've obviously been there many times and helped out and kind of know the inside S- scoop. It's, it's
0: surprisingly, I've only been there twice but I need to go more often. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't get to see it in person until last November. Granted that was only a few months after they opened, but I was just there for a short time before we drove back down to Florida on our road trip. And she was like, I need to get you in my chair, but I didn't have time because we were with my dad and Mm -hmm. family. And then this last time when you and I met was the second time I had actually gotten to spend time in the lawn. So, um, yeah, but I, I love that when her and I met, it was like, you know, those adult friendships you meet and you instantly feel like kids together. That yes. was us, you know, and that's when you yeah. know you are meant to meet when you can release your inner child.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's right. I, I, I think. He, yeah, I think he also just nailed it. <laughs> um, I, I definitely sense that with the two of you. And that's, again, that's a rare, especially being adults. It is. And yes.
0: It's hard to find. It's
1: hard to make new friends, isn't it?
0: It like, is. And it's it's like, a rough life, kids. You know, enjoy being is. kids. It
1: is. It's <laughs> like, you know, I'm good where I'm at. I don't need any more. But like if someone comes along and like, we, like you said, like Betsy, like, and you just, yeah, you feel like you feel like you could be a kid again. Like, yeah, take that opportunity. Hold on to it yeah hold on to it don't let it go Mm -hmm. those Um, relationships are special absolutely absolutely so let's get into now because this is marketing minds meet um i do want to talk a little bit about uh, your your uh successes and um challenges that you've seen with your digital marketing Mm -hmm. um, campaign do you find where have you found the most success has it been through you know, pushing of your website, your social media campaigns, you have an email campaign, text messaging campaign. Like where, where have you seen the, the most, um, customer or, you know, clients, um, clients reaching Revenue. out to you? Has it been through social media, your website and where, where do you see, mm-hmm. where, where do you see yourself continuing down the road with, with any, any sort of digital marketing?
0: Sure. Um, well, Let me just say, for one, I know that I am privileged. I'm very aware of this. Um, I have created a following based off of performing over the last decade. Um, So through that, I think I already had such a wonderful fan base. I I don't even like saying fan base, just a wonderful support group of people. And um, so once I transitioned from performing, And more into my art I think it kind of blew people away they're like I had no idea you had this other skill and um so I think I gained through that I had this huge group of followers that um thanks to that oh my gosh cut um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. spit it out Claire um, so I I do receive a lot of clientele through my social media following because of that and okay. I i and I've um actually booked a lot of my art shows through through Instagram and Facebook and that's how people are finding me and people ask like oh how do you get all, how do you get these shows and to be quite frank they have found me um, I have been invited to do the, pretty much all of my art shows. I haven't, um, so that's a good segue going into an art show that I would like to um, have come about. in hopefully this year, um, I've been working with my small, small team of marketing uh, to get this show coming up so that I can help other artists be seen and showcase their voice who don't have it like i do in that regard um so yeah i found that it's pretty much social media um not really email not really my website honestly i'm still trying to figure that out like how do we put our website out as much or how do we people how do we get traffic to our website without having to constantly be checking seo uh <laughs> um,
1: yeah no that's that's a that's a that's a really valid point um I, I I know I find right now websites are especially I think now with the rise and the evolution of social media like Instagram and we'll 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 segue into your Instagram page here in a minute yeah um you know especially I'll put like I said I'll put Instagram here on in the spotlight it's it, it has now become such a great tool for, you know, uh, individuals like yourself or really just anyone starting a business where they can have that be their main, one of their main portals and hubs mm-hmm. for clients and consumers to, to go to. And, Absolutely. And I, 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 you just said it, you know, you've had people reach out to you through there and get you gigs. I've had clients reach out to me and I've uh, set up consultations and deals with them through, through it. Dare I say? I'll say it. Like I almost feel like sometimes you really don't need a website. I feel like nowadays I almost feel like a website yeah. is just something that's almost secondary for some people. And like I'll even put myself there on on the block here. I I'm still updating my website, but I'm kind of thinking, do I really need one? Mm. Do I really need to have that overhead? And do I really need to continue to pay for that? And, you know, there are other ways that, you know, I can promote myself and market myself. And I'm sure the same go you know, what you just said with you. It's like, you're kind of, you're constantly going back and forth and going, is this really necessary? <laughs> you yeah. Know?
0: Like, yeah. And going back to just like, you know, paying the annual fee and all of that. Um, so I will say with someone who has like tangible products, mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's necessary. Um, the only thing is I just think I haven't figured out the proper way to get traffic to go to your website because I sell prints on my website. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to eventually connect to a merchandise company so that when people do buy, place an order, it'll go straight to them and sent to them and then sent to the client. So here's here's why I say yes, have a website, um, even though I haven't quite figured it out yet. I've noticed that, so when, I, so I do lives on TikToks and someone advised me, a, an incredible artist, I should name drop him. His name is Jason Skeldon. He's Skell. he's Tampa based. He's very well known. He is very successful. Um, he's a buddy of mine. And he said that I should go live, just paint live on TikTok every single day. And it, it would probably do wonders for my brand. That's just, I need to set up my schedule and ship off a lot of other things that I do. Um, and when I do that, a lot of people are saying, where can I buy your art? And I think most people, most consumers want to go straight to a website, click a button and order rather than having to DM the artist and say, Hey, can I buy this piece and go back and forth the conversation? Cause a lot of people are intimidated to do that, or they just don't want to waste their time and they've already moved on to something else.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. so I think
0: that's the benefit of having a website right one one of
1: right and I'll also say too you know uh to to counter that as well you know now I mean you can set up e-commerce shops uh on your on your Instagram page you know yeah for so that's true I mean again Instagram taking over the world (laughs) yeah but I mean here's and here's the other thing too it's I find with Instagram, because every everyone keeps asking me, well, what about TikTok? Is TikTok viable? And I I always I always say, you know, I feel it's 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 I feel like it's such a niche thing mm. that I don't feel like right now it still has that it still hasn't been able to break that barrier of being taken seriously professionally. Yet. Sure. I think especially
0: that- with people over 25 <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> you know correct correct
1: yeah. and i think right now instagram will still have the upper hand because it has proven to be a very useful platform and a mm-hmm. very viable uh tool for you know people who want tangible products uh to to, to purchase
0: off of there right right um, the, um, the like the amount of like fashion designers mm-hmm. and small business owners that i found on instagram I, I was just like, oh, I love this. That's beautiful. I go straight to their shop from Instagram, which again is a website.
1: Mm-hmm. So I,
0: I don't, I don't know how the com- e-commerce works via Instagram yet, but mm-hmm. I know that most people you go to their bio, it clicks and it takes you to their website. And then yep. you're like, okay, where is that item done?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: yep. every time. Yep. And uh, that's so <laughs> much better than, yeah, scrolling through gu- Google through, I mean, Yes. 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 To all of the above. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Yes To all of the above.
0: And back Uh, to TikTok, that's something you have to be so consistent with in order to gain that traffic. It's like, you know, they say the, the more posts you post a day, the better. And that's a huge commitment.
1: Yes. And it also seems to, I know I bring this up to, to guests and other um, colleagues, you know, it seems like because you know because of things like TikTok and and you know now you have these other new platforms coming out it it just seems like now it's becoming system overload for a lot of people and so now i'm a a good a a question i'm getting asked quite a bit on during consultations is where 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 do i where do i go like where is the best app which avenue is the best for me and my business to be able to to promote myself on because you know, gone other days of just having Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You know, now yeah, now you yeah. have TikTok, you have Snapchat. You know, you have Be Real, which is a little bit more social, but still that could become something. You also have it's, a new. You also have a new platform too. Um, uh, it's called Mammoth, and uh, Mammoth. I basically call it when Twitter used to be awesome and fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, you're able to just repost things and create your own content, and the whole point is for people to to share it. It's just simple that. as that. You can add a little caption to it as well. And like I said, it reminds me of old Twitter before it got mm. or got a little wonky and jacked up. Um, to be
0: honest, I yeah. I have used Twitter. I think I've maybe shared two things on Twitter. I've never been a big tweeter as they would call Twitter, it. Tweeter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cuz I remember when Twitter you couldn't even share photos. You know, it was just yeah. Strictly, oh, quote back yeah and so i was like well i like pictures too much so i'm not going to mm-hmm. use twitter
1: <laughs> yeah yeah now it's just because oh, yeah. now it's everything it's
0: i don't even know yeah i'm i'm glad that i, I don't get my feet wet in twitter
1: <laughs> yeah no and I, I i steer clients away from it they're like well should we get one? Oh yeah like, no don't nope. don't do it i'm like just don't yes. do it like just focus on facebook and instagram yeah um, and right. actually
0: so, real yeah. quick oddly yeah. enough right before i got on here I just checked my email and said you had a sign in on your Twitter in Liverpool, England. And I'm thinking, oh, does my Twitter even exist? Like, how? <laughs> like, what well, you guys aren't going to find any info at that point. You're really on the wrong Twitter, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're, yeah. you're not doing it right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I'm gonna do a, a screen share now for for everyone, and this is gonna feature uh, your. Uh, uh, EC Creations uh, cool. page, and I and I kind of want to go through it here and kind of have you walk walk myself and everyone through what what this is all about. So um, on, let's do it. So here we go. So we are here now on the EC Creations. So tell me tell me a little bit about what when you when you post something and when and especially when you have all your creations here, which are awesome. Thank you. Um, what is, what's the mindset? Is it, Hey, I just want to show my product. Or are you trying to like show, you know, an in- individuality through it? Like what's, mm. what, what, what is, what is the, uh, what's the process here?
0: Well, we're always all trying to show individuality, right? <laughs> With everything that we do. Um, but so specifically for this page, I try to keep it just just the art pieces that I'm working on. Um, And then I have my other Elena Claire page where I show more into the life of Elena Claire and I show all the things that I do. So this, I essentially just use it as like an online portfolio. So I'm not really trying to build followers. I don't, you know, it's not about the amount of likes or whatever, because most people are contacting me through Elena Claire. And then if they want to see more of my work, I kind of send them over to this page as if it is a website. Um, yeah. yeah. Is Did there any particular
1: question? piece here as I'm scrolling that you want to kind of talk a little bit talk- more about or? Mm. Um,
0: How can, about yeah. you? You pick one and oh, then we can okay. talk about All right. it. All right.
1: put, <laughs> put, put the ball in my court. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right, let's go for, hmm. oh, <laughs> that Dep- okay. death keeps on creeping. Okay. Tell me mm-hmm. about that.
0: Yeah. So that one was the Inktober challenge that I never actually finished. What they have you do, um, like draw a little sketch on a daily basis, all of October and so I was trying to stay within the October you know Halloween vibe and I don't think I think this may have been my first skull and spider to be honest and so I was just dabbling in um, in pointillism and those are all the dots that you see and yeah that that's pretty much it I was just doing the challenge and trying to draw daily I think it only lasted a week (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and I do I am a horror whore so I am I love all the creepy things most people really? don't know that about yeah by looking at my stuff you're like oh she's all vibrant and colorful and I'm full of bright you know happy things but uh, that's definitely my my darkness coming out okay um, we'll, we'll talk oh, on
1: that in a minute yeah uh oh this one mm. what uh, what's 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 this all about
0: what is that all about wow this we're going way birthday. back this is this is yeah 2020 Ooh. so you talk the about dark darkness time. yeah <laughs> 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 so i think this was i have a ton of prints and i was really just trying to showcase this print this one is specifically there's a couple names for this so at first it was titled unidentified perception um, and because I felt like it was very uh, alien esque, which I also vibe with a lot. Um, and then this person that I started working with in the end of 2019, he actually helped me with all these prints. And I was, you know, titling everything and signing all of them. And I was like, you know, I looked at this piece, and what it really reminds me of is Sex on Acid. Can we say that on this podcast? Yeah. All right, ahead. <laughs> okay. Freedom of speech. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Twitter, right? Or no, we actually they just... <laughs> No, it just that just changed, right? Nah. Since Elon took over. <laughs> <That's> um <nice. laughs> I don't know how I know that. Don't ask me. Um <laughs> so and he said I told him that and he's like, "What?" He's like, you should title it that he's like, just title it that I was like, well, you know, I, I want to be appropriate for like, you know, whatever art shows it's involved in I didn't want to be too over the top. He's like, no, the name will sell it alone. And, uh, Got a point. and so I felt kind of pressured in titling it that. But honestly, that's how it makes me feel. And yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the story behind that. Okay. <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah, no, like I said, as I was scrolling through and looking at all of these, like, this is just like, like, even that with like the koala, I think that's really cool too. Mm. Um, well,
0: yeah, reading the caption that was during the uh, forest fires in Australia, and that was oh. a very emotional yeah, very emotional piece when I painted that. Yeah.
1: So you 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 really get immersed in it. You you feel you feel everything. Like you you, oh. you channel all of the all the emotions and the intuitions. It's, oh, t- it's not just. It's not just. Hey, I'm just here to. I'm just here to paint something cool. No, no it's
0: that. it's almost to a fault, Walter. Walter, like my emotions have controlled me for all to, for way too long. <laughs> oh, that's what oh. makes <laughs> human. That's what makes yeah. human. And good um, art, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, this, this is awesome. So I'm going to go back Thank to you. the, uh, uh, um, to the main screen here, but yeah, if you want to share anything, yeah. Throughout while we're talking, please feel free. Um, but uh, so let's go off of, let's go off of intuition and things like that. Um, I know I asked Betsy this the last time. So I'm going to ask you, like I ask all my guests, is there something about doing art that you don't like? And Mm. if so, why?
0: I feel like there's a lot of layers to that question. Hmm. Well, I always thought when I first started this journey that I wouldn't like to create something that someone wanted me to create, that I wasn't fully feeling. But over time, I've realized that even if I am creating something that somebody else wants, I found a way to feel it and really put my heart into it. Like that was one of the reasons why I didn't go into tattooing. Um, even though the tattoo world has evolved quite a bit over the last decade. Um, and I, I've now realized that you can actually, um, uh, you have the power to say, oh, you want this tattooed on your body or you want this piece let me tell you why I don't want to do this. You know, like it's whatever you choose to create. Um, And so that's what I thought I wouldn't like about it. Um, But I've learned to love the process of creating what somebody wants me to create uh, because I pour my heart and soul into it. Um, I don't like asking people for money. I hate that. Uh... And that's, I absolutely hate putting a number on my work. And I know. How come? come? I hate taking from hate's a strong word. I dislike taking from people. Uh it's and for a while it was really hard to put a price point on a piece of my soul. Um like a you know, it's really hard because you know, I want to just give it, I want to give it. And also at the same time, I also want to like, no, this is millions of dollars. Like this is, you are literally taking a piece of me. Um, And I'm not taking, but you are holding a piece of me. Um, And you can't really put a number on your soul and your heart and your emotions. And so I've had to learn to get over that and find what I'm worth. And yeah, yeah that is yeah no I still don't like it I and and talking with clients for the murals like I I just it's the business aspect like oh here we have to talk about numbers now and it's like and when I and when people show and a lot of times when people do show their interest and it's like okay I've put so much sweat time and tears into this piece for let's say years and years sometimes I'll pick up a piece that I haven't touched in like eight years. And then I put so many more hours into it and people like, and I tell them, Oh yeah, it's going to be, you know, a thousand bucks or a couple thousand dollars. They're like, Oh, that's too much. And it's like, do you understand? I mean, I understand that you don't understand because this is not what you do, but I need people to understand how much goes into each piece. Yeah, And it's, you can't, you can't verbalize that. You just, well, you know. I
1: think you could,
0: Okay, But then
1: at the risk of, but then that would be at the risk of sounding like you were, you know, better than them or pretentious yeah. because, God. well, you know, you know, artists, you know how they are, <laughs> <I> never, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. you would start to go through that, that tumblewee, But and the last also, thing I want to be is pretentious. Right. But also, you know, kind of in the somewhat parallel, like playing music is like, I play music on the side. Like that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's the, that's the fun, that's the fun gig, the fun job. Yeah. You know, I, I totally get it. Like when you first start like first starting out, like I remember I would sometimes lowball, you know, my myself and my band all the time. As yeah. time went on. It's like I realize now, like I realize that we're really good at what we do. And mm-hmm. if you want to have that particular niche service and that entertainment, yeah, you're gonna have to pay a little bit for it. But we promise yeah. we'll make it worth it. We'll make for we'll sure. make every penny worth it. So yeah. Kind of like, you know, like, like when, you know, they have to take into account and you could somehow verbal, I'm sure you could probably verbalize as as a little bit more friendly, but it's like, are you the one that's buying? Are you the one that's buying the paint? Are you the one that's buying the brushes? Are you the one that's buying all these materials that Mm -hmm. sometimes could cost like hundreds of dollars just for Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. item? Like, Mm -hmm. like one of my guitars is worth about $1,500. Yeah. So it's just, it's just trying, so just trying to make people understand that. But I think, you know, so I guess the segue into another, another, uh, deep, deep tissue topic here is how do you, how are you able to convince the average Joe that what you do is not just a hobby. It's not just something that, you know, well, Mm -hmm. she's probably bored and, you know, she's I'm sure she's, you know, either like, this is just a, this is just a one-off or whatever. She'll find, she'll find a real job, you know, soon or, you know, Mm. what do do you say to those people, you know, who, who have that type of mentality and don't, don't necessarily see and get, get that whole, that it's not just that, like, what, like, what would you say to someone that, that presents that?
0: without showing them, (laughs) without showing them like anything I have to show online without doing any lives, just what would I say? Mm -hmm. Mm. I would say you don't expect your plumber to come in and do that work for free, do you? You don't expect to uh, get any other service for free, um, I can sit down and write the amount of hours that go into this individual piece or each individual piece. I mean, I can write the numbers out for you. Um, I can tell you how long I cried during that piece. (laughs) Um, I can tell you all the other things that I could have been doing while I'm working on this piece, um, um, respect, just respect us. <laughs> we are pouring everything into the work that we are creating. Whereas most people do for their work, unless sadly they're you know absolutely miserable and would rather be doing anything else. Whereas this, this is what I live for. Um. Hmm. Say the question again. What would I tell the average joe if they just had no that respect for artists and like you're going to find another job this is just a hobby? Yes. Well, first off, are you even living in the times? How old are you? How old is this average joe? <laughs> well, I, <think. laughs> I mean, everybody's an artist these days. Um which is kind of scary because most people are trying to take, not trying, but I actually, this goes into a discussion I was having with somebody the other day about how, you know, us millennials and Gen Zers are, we understand uh, the easy route is so much more accessible with online, you know, and being able to market ourselves online and put ourselves out there and reach millions of people. Whereas are we going to have any doctors or lawyers or, you know, people who are, who are, we need in this world down, you know, down the road. Yes. I believe <laughs> you're a looking scary for, thought.
1: yeah, I believe you're <laughs> looking for the word. The term is an influencer.
0: Yes. Um, those guys. I, yeah. I just, I hate that word. <laughs> I do too. And, <laughs> and I hate I, is a bad word. I, d- I kind of just, just, I just, I, ugh, I think it's, it's, I
1: think it's become such a, well, already, you're already at, at a losing point when you throw that out there because that, when i hear that even now cuz i've heard it in even in professional settings mm-hmm. that word just diminishes i think the uh the importance that is digital marketing if they mm-hmm. were to say i'm in digital marketing or i i do this i'm a brand i'm a brand specialist online brands that i would be okay with when i hear influencer i think dear god like Please do not make my generation, or for sure the Gen Z, look like a bunch of nitwits. You know who Mm. just want to be in front of the camera and want to just spout off about who gives about whoever. I'll say whoever gives a fuck about what you're talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. just shut up. There's the door. (laughs) Please do not come back until you can actually like come up with a or just like coherent. You know, well thought out put together statement.
0: And really figure out who you are. Correct. Like the Correct. whole entrepreneur, entrepreneur word too. It's like, okay, but what do you do? Yeah. We can do a lot of things. Like someone would consider me an entrepreneur as well, but like, yeah, you know, what, what's your purpose? What Right. <laughs>
1: yes. And I, I'll, I'll even listen to entrepreneur because I used to call myself yeah. an entrepreneur when I first started. Okay, until I sorry. Found sorry about that. Until no, 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 that's okay. No, because because I didn't know at that point fully because it, it was an evolution process. Yeah, so now, and, and I mean,
0: it was really yeah. it was a hot thing to say for a yes, time. It was, you definitely. know, and that's mm-hmm. in, like, in like 2013. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> and that's and that's fine you know we're constantly evolving but i think it's just like you said about your story it's just been overused yes without without uh much substance to it
1: correct correct you got it all right um it's kind of a hypothetical have you heard are you familiar with the uh because I, lo- I love blues uh music Um, blues.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Good taste.
1: Have you heard of an artist, uh, by the name of Robert Johnson?
0: Unfortunately I have not. Should I?
1: All right. So Robert Johnson is considered to be the father, the, the nucleus for what is rock and roll. Um, he was a blues guitarist back in the thirties, like the depression era. Um, and okay. Well, now that, yeah, there's not that inf- you're
0: giving me the time. Yeah, maybe yeah. I thought it, yeah. this was like a more modern artist. No, 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 no. Okay, um,
1: you can you can find like like new like re revised uh, recordings of his um and shops and things like that. I actually have a couple. Um, but Robert Johnson was known. He was known to be a very highly skilled guitar player, and even to this day, uh, like the likes of Eric Clapton and uh you know, they they still are in awe of what he was able to do because cause when you listen to the recordings, you got to remember, he, he was basically just playing, like, out in public, like, on the streets or he was playing on his porch, and he was doing all of these crazy different uh, techniques that literally would sound like it was two people playing, but it's really just one. It's really just him. So the myth goes you know he sold his soul to the devil and one of his Mm. infamous tracks called crossroads which has been covered now by cream and all kinds like john mayer
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: um yeah he wrote that and the story and the tale behind that the legend is he he was walking and he came up to this crossroads in the deep south Mm. and he happened to stumble upon the devil himself and the devil said you know I can make you the biggest star and the biggest guitar player that ever lived. All you need to do is just the exchange of your soul and I'll make it happen. So story is he did. And then he was, they don't really know how he, they said he was poisoned, but there's more to it than that. So let me ask you this. If you were at a, you reached a point where you were brought with an opportunity, like whether it's the devil or mm-hmm. something that can How really elevate that. that could really elevate and bring you to a level of success and, and uh, notoriety that artists would kill to have, but you had to sell a piece of your soul. And do remember the devil does collect his payment in one way or another? Would mm. you do it?
0: Are you trying to get me to sell my soul to you right now, Walter? Me? (laughs) Who am I sitting with right now? I'm just
1: asking a question. That's all I'm doing.
0: That was a great (laughs) question. Well done. Um, I love that question because I have come across these conversations many, many a times in my past. Um, And when I was younger, I was like, bring it on, devil. (laughs) Um, But at this point, in my life through all the healing that I've done um, and just my wise, the message I'm trying to convey, you know, I, I want to save the planet (sighs) sounds, I mean, that's ridiculous, but you know, I want to lessen my carbon footprint and do everything that I can to keep this thing spinning in space, you know? Um, And uh, so I think by doing that, with the price i don't know because i'm no i would not if you caught me in my dark times in my teenage years my early 20s hell yeah bring it on but i don't think i could i don't think i could um push my morals aside just to become a millionaire star or whatever um I think there are better ways to get there.
1: I like that answer. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. And, and, uh, you no, know, because I, 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 was thinking about like, how I wanted to phrase that. And I was just like, yeah. You did like, a great I'll job. Just, I'll use the, uh, I'll use the Robert Johnson, uh, um, example. Yeah. Cause he was one of the greatest, but unfortunately he came with a price. And even some people might even think, Um, so coming to modern times now, 20th century, 21st century, Eric Clapton, uh, back, back in his days with cream, he was known as, you know, clap the term Clapton is God, you know, Mm -hmm. he was just Mm -hmm. this, this, and people thought that he might have sold his soul because throughout his life, he had, he had his moments of of pain and tragedy. He, uh, Mm -hmm. well, the biggest one, he lost his son. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son had a, his son had a accident where he fell out of a, out of a window, out of a, yep. out of one of his, uh, his apartment building. And he
0: wrote a song about it, right? He
1: did. Tears in
0: heaven. it's mm-hmm. um, a good one.
1: And then also, uh, one of my favorite guitar players of all time, Stevie Ray Vaughan, mm-hmm. uh, he played a show with him in uh, Alpine Valley, Wisconsin, and the plane that he was going to get onto or the helicopter that he was supposed to get onto, he didn't. And instead... Stevie Ray Vaughan got on it and Mm -hmm. that was the that was the helicopter crash Mm -hmm. that killed Stevie
0: right and even
1: to this day he still kind of he still kind of brings it up every now and then but you can tell that there's a it it freaks him out Um, yeah yeah I can only imagine it's just like hmm, well I mean he is one of the one of the biggest guitar players in the world but who knows
0: well it's like you can you can use so many people as sample like the whole 27 club you know, uh, yep. Bob, Bob Marley, um, Hendrix Morrison, J- Michael Jackson, Janice. Um, yeah. Oh, well, I'm not, yeah, sorry. I, I would, I would, <laughs> I was just clumping the 27 club in and then listing everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Janice. Um, yeah. So, and what, I have a question for you. All right. What do you got? So you know, obviously, the whole selling your soul to the devil isn't supposed to be taken so literally, but I'm sure many people take it very mm-hmm. literally. How do you interpret it?
1: Like them actually doing the deed. Like is that, is that what? What, d- what
0: does it? What does it mean to sell yourself to the devil? And then you know, obviously, we know what it means because then right. okay. you, know, okay. you become. I think, I think I know you become largely famous or well-known make a ton of money and then something terrible tragic things happen to you
1: right i think what it means is i think it's one of those things where it could come from not even just desperation but it could also come from greed and ego Mm. um Mm. i think uh so let's use robert johnson in this case again we'll circle back in this case he was um he was taking guitar lessons and his teacher was just like, yeah, I, I don't know if I can really help you. Um, You really need, you really, really need to hone your craft and skills still here. And then oh. when he went back to him afterwards, his guitar teacher was like floored and enamored because he's like, wait a minute. Was he like playing me or what? Because like this, this boy could oh. not do the things that he was like he's doing. And even he himself, the teacher was like, I can't even do I can't do what he's doing like what the hell.
0: How I long think... was the the sorry the the time frame between that, that him I don't know.
1: That I'm not really sure of. Yeah, we'll have we'll have to do a yeah. a, do a little Google a little search. search. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um I think in that in that aspect that came from a point of desperation because he hmm. and and a little bit of ego because he wanted to he this was his life. Like he wanted to become that. But I think it came from ah oh, shit I can't I just can't do it like i need help so again desperation struggle um so you think maybe just a hint of ego um i think um i think in the sense of like with clapton i mean he even said it in his book his autobiography great read by the way you should check it out um he even said that in when he was younger he was like i now present day now him at that time He goes, I probably wouldn't have even wanted to deal with me back then because I was just such a pompous, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you know, asshole with the, you know, with the stick, you know, shoved so far up my, you know what. And Mm -hmm. I thought he thought Mm -hmm. he was, he thought he was hot shit until Mm -hmm. Hendrix came along. And then when Hendrix came along, there was a, uh, they had like a little guitar like battle and basically the the tagline, the joke was uh, that night Hendrix killed God on stage. I love that. Was like, yeah, I Go can, Jimmy. I, that. Yeah. Oh, I love Jimmy. I love me some Jimmy. Me too. Um, oh, me too. Oh, um, so good.
0: Yeah. Talk about early days um of dabbling in my art journey. But uh so, but the thing is, it's like I see it as like you take this this deal, you know, this big deal with let's say some ridiculously huge record company that goes against all of your morals and everything um good and i don't know if i take it literally like okay they just you know went and had a chat with the devil himself i think Mm -hmm. it's um a devil in human form you know that they're making deals with
1: right oh yeah yeah yeah, I think nowadays, yeah, that might be the case, unless like you're actually double worshippers and that's a different story, but we won't go there today. Oh,
0: that's um, a whole podcast. That's a whole other podcast, a whole other <laughs> yeah.
1: segment in and of itself. Um so I wanna I wanna I want to uh, kind of steer now towards the light a little bit and as we uh, as we wrap up here. <laughs> um shed the darkness off shed the darkness that's why i said that. that's what that's what this show <laughs> oh, yeah, is for yeah. <laughs> we, we start light go into the dark a little yes. bit because you have yeah. to and then you we have come back to out. we have when we come back out in the light great um so that is me... that's
0: that's the symbolism of the lotus walter
1: Yeah, there you go <laughs> so tell me what does what does Claire enjoy doing uh in her downtime when she is not hustling and being the artist uh boss that that she is? What are some of your favorite hobbies and activities you enjoy doing in your spare time?
0: Like, okay, good question. I don't think there's a time that I'm not hustling though um <laughs> whether it be to get some gains in the gym or you know focus on the next project, uh contact the next client sketch my next project but I guess if we're really talking hobbies that I'm not monetizing (laughs) um I do love the beach and I don't go often enough and if any of you are looking to move to Florida just know that you're not going to go to the beach as much as you think you are (laughs) it's like so many so many of us are transplants and we move to Florida like oh I'm going to be at the beach every weekend we go like once or twice a year unless you literally live on the beach (laughs) um So I love, I love just, uh, yeah, listening to the ocean and the salt on my skin and the wind in my hair um, and just zoning out. I try to meditate in whatever form on a daily basis. I love yoga and stretching when I make the time for it. Um, I journal quite frequently. I love therapy Normalized therapy tea. Um, I'm a huge advocate for that. So any way that I feel that, like, if I have any, what do the kids say? Downloads, if I have mm-hmm. any <laughs> thoughts <laughs> that are coming about that, um, that, uh, go back to my childhood trauma or some kind of revelation that I'm having, I, I try to really hone in on it and write it down and, um, talk about it, my next therapy session. I love, I just love breaking down all the layers and and getting to my truest self Um, hobbies. I like taking walks in nature. I love being in nature. Um, I do actually like to garden. I just don't do it that much. My mom's an incredible gardener. My dad loves plants. He's got like 20 in his house. My mom literally has a green thumb everywhere she goes. A garden grows. You know what i should get make a shirt for her that says that (laughs) i just came to like it i've been saying this for so long and it's just she's incredible i'm so my my thumb's kind of bluish green it's not quite green yet (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) uh yeah and yeah like i already said i love i love working out and doing anything physical um if i had a pool nearby i'd probably swim more often i love rollerblading i just don't do it enough because i'm constantly trying to work to the next thing
1: yeah yeah Sw- yeah swimming is uh, like one of the best workouts that you can do i used to do it in oh, college yeah. uh just recreationally and nice yeah, i used to be able to swim like 100 laps um, oh cool. yeah got me beat it, it was Damn. it was great i mean it gets you caught and it's, it's yeah it's, it's low low um low stress on the joints and all that. It's exactly, it's, it's great. Like it really, but high work.
0: resistance.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Um, well, that's awesome. Uh, before we, before we log off here, uh, can you, uh, just plug all of the things that people, yes. how people can find you website, phone number, email, social media, uh, how, if people want to inquire about, you and the work that you do hire you for art festivals murals how can they find how can they find Claire
0: this guy um okay so I have on on all of my social media platforms where I at least conduct business um is Elena Claire so it's e-l-a-y-n-a-c-l-a-i-r and then you can also find my art page, Elena Claire creations, but I'm Elena Claire on TikTok, which I don't use as often unless I'm doing a live. Um, but you can pretty much contact me on my Instagram either, or, and then my email is Elena creations at gmail.com, which I know I need to fix because someone just told me that you're not as professional. If you don't have a yourname.com email (laughs) if you're still using Gmail. So I I will get on that soon. I know, you know, eh, eh, eh. (laughs) it all gets the job done. Um, And then you can go to www.elaineeclair.com. And that's where you will find a video I worked on with a photographer friend of mine and all of my pieces that I have at least prints and some of my originals for sale, or you can directly um, contact me for some prints that I actually have in stock right now. I'm also on Patreon as Elena Claire, which I haven't been as active the last few months because this year has been insane. Um, I don't feel comfortable giving out my phone number. That's okay. okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you can, I have a link tree on my Instagram, so you can access, I think my website, my email and everything else from there
1: perfect well claire i gotta say this was uh this this was was a really solid episode um i really enjoyed uh connecting with you more and uh learning more about you and and your your art uh your uh, your passion your enthusiasm um it's uh it really is it's endearing and inspiring and uh i uh i definitely think uh you will you will you will you will soar uh Even higher uh, with with the with the mindset and mentality that you that you've established and created for yourself and don't make me cry. And what what expresses through and what expresses and how you express that through your work, I think it's awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Betsy found a good one.
0: (laughs) Aw, thank you. I really appreciate all the kind words. I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so glad I got to meet you. I look forward to everything in the future. And next time, I will be interviewing you. (laughs)
1: oh really is that is Uh that that what
0: you want to do yeah yeah because we've got to hear about walter
1: i had yeah i had someone here at the office i wanted to do that but it just never happened and they're 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 so they're so busy like with their own stuff it's just like plus uh yeah i mean i think i I mean i think you definitely could could uh ask me some good questions i saw you ask betsy on the last pot on the last show Uh, you asked her a really, really solid question. You know, I'll take you up on that challenge, challenge accepted.
0: Sweet. I'm actually better at asking questions about other people than talking about myself. I've always said that the way it is though. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Although there are some people who love to talk about themselves.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, um, but no, Claire, this has been awesome. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And, uh, and uh, getting to connect with one another. And this has been another episode of Marketing Minds Meet. As always, you can find us on YouTube uh, at W.A. Hooper Marketing. Uh, we have all of our episodes, full episodes on there for you. We're also on uh, the podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon Podcast now. Um, and YouTube even has podcast outlets. How about that? So uh, with that being said, thanks so much, everybody. Thank you, Claire, for being here today. And uh, we will see you next time. Yay, thank you.